are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hi, everybody. How's everyone doing? Falling asleep after having all the food during lunch? Are the speakers' names blending in in your heads yet? Because they're in mine. My name is Maria Dano, as you can see on the slide. I work as a marketing consultant focused on content, but I'm not here to talk about that today. I'm not going to talk about my business. I'm not going to talk about how much money I've made or how much money any of my clients have made. Instead, I'm going to do something weird. I'm going to talk to you about love. And I know what you're thinking. It's weird. We're in a business conference. Valentine's Day was more than a month ago. But we're going to talk about love and passion and the biggest fans that you could possibly have for your SaaS business. So raise your hand if you've ever recommended something to somebody just because you've liked it. It could be a brand of ice cream, a pizza place. Okay. Keep your hand raised if you've ever recommended software to somebody else because you liked it. Great. Keep your hand raised if you could consider yourself a fan of any piece of software. Quite a few hands are up. There you go. There's your social proof that this is a valid topic. Now, let's jump in. So we're going to go over this in three steps. Step one, find your biggest fans. Figure out who they are and where they are. Step two, figure out what to do with them. How do you talk to them? How do you nurture them? How do you get them to engage with you more and more? And step three, how do you actually empower them at scale and turn fan engagements into a proper marketing program? And right before we fully dive in, I want to answer so what that some of you might be wondering, why do we care? And I want to tell you about something that my father-in-law talked to, to me about a couple of weeks ago. You know, we were on Google Meet, spending one hour talking about SaaS metrics, as in-laws do, I'm sure. And he said something that stuck with me. If you're on a business where you're depending on the same people, getting money to you at more than once, and especially sustained over a long period of time, which any subscription business does, that's not a transaction, that's a relationship. You're building a relationship with those people. And especially if you're talking about getting people to keep sticking with you, even in tough times, over a long period of time, that's not even just a relationship. You're trying to build a marriage. And what's the best place to start building a marriage for your SaaS business? Then starting with the people that love you so much that they've been begging for you to propose to them. So who are they? Step one. Find your biggest fans. Who is a super fan? When I say the word super fan and ask you to think of the most passionate, most intense fans that one could possibly have, what do you think of? Anybody? What does a big fan look like? No? Okay. I think of rock bands. I think of musicians. I remember those black and white pictures of the Beatles and all of those teenagers 
crying desperately just because they saw one tiny glimpse of Paul McCartney's hair somewhere, and now their life has changed forever. I think about pop stars and fans of Taylor Swift who broke Ticketmaster just because they wanted concert tickets that bad. And I think of rock bands, like an Italian rock band that won Eurovision and then got fans intense enough that they would drive all the way to Boston and stand for 12 hours in the cold and even do things like dye the tips of their hair green just for the sake of a concert. So that's who I think of. And what I want to tell you today is you can have fans that intense for your SaaS business. So we're going to talk about a piece of software that was my first SaaS love. Notion. If you don't know what Notion is, you should go visit their website and download after this because it will change your life. But Notion is a project management and note-taking tool, and its fans are a bit of a cult. In fact, I'm in it. <laughs> this is me, also in New York City, at an event that lasted two hours at Notion's offices, and I went all the way from Ithaca, took a bus, took multiple days of work, just for a chance to spend two hours at their office with their team and with that guy in the back with the big smile who is a YouTuber who built a whole business about Notion. Notion's fans are like really intense. We turn ourselves into walking product placements. Those are Notion logos on my laptop. We make entire spin-off businesses just about Notion, and YouTube channels, and hours and hours and hours of videos, just about this software that we all really, really like. And Notion knows this. They have a lot of community programs for community involvement, for engaging their biggest fans, and that's actually how they grew. Unfortunately, I also want to give you a word of caution, because the people who love you the most are also the most likely to be disappointed. So I'm about to turn the slide, and you'll see two emails. Those emails are not something that was only related to me. These are responses and updates about fan programs that Notion's running, and they welcomed applications and encouraged a lot of people to apply at this online event last year, and I was one of the people who applied. And both of these emails were sent months after the fact, and months of silence from Notion. So as you see, both of these are fan programs that were welcoming people in, and when they applied, nothing. Silence, and then a sudden delay with barely an explanation. And the second one was actually sent to me directly. It was sent by somebody I met at Notion's offices during that one event that I went to, and I'm still counting, it's March, it's been 10 months since I originally sent in that application, and they still haven't resumed the review for me or for anybody else. And I'm sure we've all heard the phrase, with great power comes great responsibility, and I wanted to give you this warning because your biggest fans are also the ones that care the most, and when you don't meet your promises, just remember that the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. And when I got that second email, I cried for an entire day, and I stopped talking about Notion as much. I've never talked about them as much since. 
I didn't make a template for months. I chose not to make videos anymore. I've been recommending it less. So if you're trying to engage your fans, just remember what can happen when it goes wrong. All right, step two. And we're going to talk about a different SaaS company, SparkToro. They make an amazing audience research tool. And if you're in marketing, you should check it out. But they have done quite a lot. Uh, no, how do I go back? Ah, there you go. They are a tiny company with three people and some very impressive metrics that you can see on that slide over there. And the reason I'm talking about them is ever since I first became a customer, which was about a year ago, and whenever I would tweet at them or about them or talk to others about their product, they would respond and they'd recognize me and they'd recognize all of their other big fans, put things like random resources we made into their newsletter, send us cute validation, and as you see, this works, because the more they did that, the more I talked about them. And then you get things like that snippet at the top. A real-life example of another person hearing from me, a fan who's not affiliated with this company, and deciding to check it out. In fact, I know for a fact that I got them more than 10 paying customers in the past year. Some of them pretty big companies, just because I talk about them. And... This is nice and all, but it probably sounds like a lot of work, so why should you do it? I want to briefly tell you about this researcher from UPenn School of Communications, Damon Santola, and he's been studying behavior change for two, for two decades now, and he's shown time and time again that people are most likely to adopt new behaviors, especially when they're as complicated as using a new piece of software in their lives, when they hear from people who are like them. Not influencers, not stars, not some fancy founder somewhere. People who are like them. People who genuinely like a product. People like me. So this is one way that you can apply this to your own SaaS company. This is what I've called the fan-driven marketing flywheel. And, you know, in business we like making our flywheels and they don't fully respect the laws of physics. So the idea is, once it starts spinning, it's going to have its own momentum and keep spinning faster and faster and faster. So figure out a way to get the, your fans to find you. Once they start talking to you, listen. Reply to them. Take it a bit further and actually show them that you care and try to help them in their own lives. Learn from fan feedback, and then it will keep going. All right, and also uh, my artifact for this conference is a little template that will help you start doing this with your own content. And there will be a link on the last slide, so don't worry about it. All right, step three, empower your pans. We've talked about smaller SaaS companies. SparkTor is pretty small. Notion's growing, but they're still not the biggest. Can you do this if you're a big company? Yes. And our example is HubSpot. I'm actually not a customer of HubSpot, so I couldn't call myself a fan of their product. But I am a fan of how they interact with their fans. Um, their manager of offline community and advocacy, Christina Garnett, often talks about how important it is to preserve the human element, no matter how big you get. You can't automate everything because your fans are humans who are dedicating their own time and their own love to you and to your company. So if you want them to keep doing that, 
and all you do is thank them via some automated sequence, that will feel like a slap in the face. So don't do that. Stay a human. Show them that they matter. And here's another little model that you can use to apply all of these ideas to your own work. On the y-axis, we have emotional resonance. Is the campaign that you're doing making people feel something? Because think of the music concerts and the crazy fans. Why are they so intense? Because that band, that music makes them feel something. So if you want to truly make an impact and make people love, really love your SaaS business, make sure you're engaging with them at an emotional level. And on the x-axis, we have scale. Are you speaking one-to-one, like Sparktor did with me in response to my tweets? Or large-scale, are you speaking one-to-many, like by making a great video, or by hosting a webinar that thousands of people can attend? And I would say every SaaS brand should do a mix of all four of these things, but the exact amount of budget and resources that you dedicate to each one will change from company to company and over time. And I think I spoke a little bit too quickly, but we're mostly done. Um, And I want to leave you with one final note. Why does all of this matter? Because there are people out there, and I can guarantee it, for all of your businesses, there are people out there for whom what you do means something. So if you want them on your side and to promote you out of the goodness of their hearts, and in their own time, you better show them that they also mean something to you, because they'll know. So, I guess we're done very early, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, And please follow that link, because, yeah. On that link, you'll find the graphics that I used, you'll also find links to the brands I talked about, Uh, you'll find a link to the paper I talked about, about behavior change, and some fun further reading. And I don't think it works if you don't capitalize those letters, so you better get that right.